Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is the Glory Hunters podcast. Welcome. This week it's Ali Ross versus Mark Smith, who are Aberdeen fan and a Derby County fan. Derby County, not Frank Lampard's Derby County anymore. No, Mark not anymore. Mark Smith's Derby County. Yeah, Mark Smith's or, or Philip Cockus or, you know, Anyone, anyone who wants to take a shot at it. Graham Shinney, absolutely. Graham we'll get Shinney's onto that Derby later County. on. We found the common area. Oh, really? He was we Aberdeen's had... old captain. and we, oh, we, nice. we, we Shinny Esther. What a lovely nickname that is. Beautiful nickname. Aberdeen. Aberdeen FC. Doesn't quite live up to it, but it's a no. nice nickname. <laughs> Have you been there recently, Ali? Are we going to find this out during the podcast? Four years ago. Four years ago. That's close yeah. enough. When I moved to England, I had to decide club or country, and club just didn't cut the mustard no, at all. No, it's even no. country all day long. Don't get to go abroad with a club, do you, really? <laughs> well, uh, we're waiting on Ivo and Natalie. They're not here yet, but they will be here, of course, to push us in to the Glory Hunters podcast. Here it is. <laughs> Hello, I'm Charlie Baker and welcome to Glory Hunters, the show that aims to find the smartest celebrity fans in football. Our guests get to fulfil the ambition of a lifetime and represent the team they've always supported without even having to pass a medical. But who will break out into a sweat and who will be glad for that extra shot of adrenaline? It's up for grabs now on Glory Hunters. Yes, we're joined today by team captain, Swindon Town fan, but not representing Swindon Town today, are you, Ivo? No, I represented them last time. It was an honour, but uh, it's uh, it's now an even greater honour. Did you win a Swindon Town, Ivo? Um, no disrespect to the programme, can't even remember. Can't remember, what a shame. What a shame. We'll, we'll look into the archive for that and see if you did. Ivo Graham, of course, now you're in the captain's chair today. You strike me as a leader of men. You've been a captain before? Uh, yes, I was captain of the under-12s uh, in Sydney Grammar School when my family was in Australia, and I was such an unpopular choice uh, that several other boys' parents complained uh, because there were better and more popular footballers on the team, but I was the one who uh, showed the most deference to uh, oh. the teacher in question. Bit of an apple for the teacher. Sort I was of. an apple for the teacher's eye. You are joined today on your team by comedian... Derby County fan, sometime TalkSport co-host, yeah. is Mark Smith. Hello, Mark. Hello, Charlie. Derby fan. Yeah. How was life after Lampard? Life is turbulent after Lampard. Oh. But it's never dull. That's the key thing. It's never dull, being a Derby fan. Um, we'll get into this in great detail later on as I tackle an Aberdeen fan. Yeah. But uh, it's, you know what, Derby County, the future's very bright. 
I watched a very good... They've been saying that a while, haven't they? They've <laughs> yeah. been saying yes. the future's going to be great. He's got a lot... Hey. Very much Theo, Theo Walcott. You know, he's got a lot of... He's going to come good eventually. Yeah, well, you know what? He will. Yeah, he will. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I feel as though... Uh, I watched an interview with Philip Koku, our manager, and I feel much better... You know, like after an hour's vomiting. Oh, right. I've been okay, a, lot, yeah, a yeah. lot better and more sort of crystallised in my thinking now. How did you start supporting Derby County? From, I'm from Derby. Oh, you right. From Derby. And no so, choice. No real choice. I uh, went to the uh, old baseball ground a few times with my uh, godfather. Uh-huh. Uh, and, yeah, it was sort of ingrained from that point, really. And I'd like to change yeah. <laughs> at times, <laughs> but I mustn't. Who's your favourite all-time Derby County player? Igor Stimak. That yeah, was a great back. team. What that a great late team. 90s team. What a with great the Italians. Thank you, Ivo. I, I'm pleased you're my captain again now. There we go. Igor Stimak. In fact, that whole team has some quality. Bayano, One Shop. Iranio. Oh, Iranio, yes. Asanovic, Poom. Excellent players. They Excellent really players. Were. Now, our other team captain is sports broadcasting superhero and Glory Hunters regular. Dear, dear friend, is Natalie Sawyer. Hello, Natalie. Hello, hello. How are you this week? I'm very well, thank yeah, you. Very, yes. very well. It's been some week. Has it? Well, in the sporting world. It has, yes. of course it has, yes. yes. Do you think it's going to be a good match, Mourinho um, and, I, and Spurs? I, I do, actually. Yeah. I, I think I can understand why, you know, there are, were people, as I was, upset that Pochettino's gone because I think he's just a likeable man, isn't he? Mm. But I do think with Mourinho getting a serial winner, mm. he's 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 going to win something at Tottenham, sure. Would you have Pochettino at Brentford? <laughs> You're suggesting we're getting rid of Thomas Frank if and we're did, not doing that. If you did get rid of Thomas um, Frank... Or, of course I would. You would, yeah. Of course I would. Yeah. Now, alongside you is one of the funniest writers around. Um, I absolutely love his column. It's the Sun's TV reviewer and Aberdeen fan. It's Ali Ross. Good morning, Ali. It's lovely to see you whenever, Charlie. I'm ah. just, just happy to be here. Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you're from Aberdeen. You've not I, I haven't lived there in 27 years. Oh, very much the Ringo Starr yeah. element. Of, never of, go of, back, Charlie. Never go back. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> I have been to Aberdeen, and you're right. I don't think I ever will go back. Except, <laughs> no, at least you've been there. It's cold. It was very cold. Is it always cold? Freezing. Great yes. question. Yeah. <laughs> Is it always cold? <laughs> Is it always cold? It struck me as the sort of place that would always just be cold. It didn't and seem a bit bleak. it until I, I, I left it, and then suddenly it's like, oh, blimey, that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> no one told me that. The Granite City. Oh, uh, yeah, Silver City. And it genuinely is. You get, have you ever been there, Ivo? I've not been to Aberdeen, no. No, no one has, except Charlie. It's a long way. <laughs> It's a long way. I thought fly to Scotland, sort of Glasgow, Edinburgh, and then drive the rest of it. It's another three, three or four hours drive, oh, Ali. Natalie, have you been to Aberdeen? Do you know I've not. You would get papped if you went there. <laughs> such a big deal. Oh, I think I might have to go there then. <laughs> get up there. You actually get the old ca- the career. Exactly. Well, exactly. Now you know. Aberdeen. How is it being an Aberdeen fan at the moment? I haven't been in years. I, oh. I go to all the Scotland games. Ah, you're more of a Scotland yeah. fan. Oh, yeah. The away games? Yeah. I was in Kazakhstan, saw us lose 3-0. Oh, I've been I was to in Ka- Russia, I've been to Kazakhstan. saw us lose 4-0. Yeah. Seen four, five, sixes, <laughs> nils. Now, you obviously watch telly all day, every mm. day. If you were to recommend one Twitchy, thing to yeah, watch. I've been away from the telly for yeah. an hour now. Exactly. I mean, you <laughs> what what, what are you missing at the moment? Home's under the hammer? I've got the EastEnders preview to watch, so <laughs> just keep me here as long as you like. Oh. Oh dear! It's not, do you not like EastEnders at the moment? Not, not since Tim Reynolds left. Well, what a good answer that is! Bring back Tim Reynolds, yeah. as we say. Five episodes. Yeah. 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 So the scene is set <laughs> for an Anglo-Scottish affair today on Glory Hunters. 
Derby County v Aberdeen. And if that doesn't keep the union together, I don't know what will. Right now, it's time for this. My club's bigger than your club. My club's bigger than your club. Yes, my club's bigger than your club. This isn't about medals on the table. This is an exercise in winning hearts and minds. Derby right. County right. and Mark right. Smith, right. your time starts now. Well, frankly, I can't believe we're having this debate of oh. who's a bigger team, Aberdeen or Derby. This is, this is madness. Derby are one of the founder members of the English League, the proper league, the English Football League. Think about the personalities we've had over the years. Some of them are Scottish, granted, Dave Mackay, Archie Gemmell. Look at the rest of them, though. Brian Clough, look at him. What a legend of football. You've got no one like that at Aberdeen, in my opinion, apart from one guy, Alex Ferguson, who used it as a sort of stepping stone to the next big thing. It's like having a favourite service station rather than an actual destination. <laughs> Look, we're still attracting the biggest names in the world. Ashley Cole, Frank Lampard, Rooney, Wayne Rooney. The Wayne Rooney is coming to Derby. To Derby. The only reason Rooney would have heard of Aberdeen is the steakhouses in Leicester Square, and that's it. We are a bigger club than you. We know that from very, very recent evidence. Graham Shinney, your club captain, swapped Aberdeen for the Derby bench for four months. That's how we know. And here's the final point on this. The reason we know Derby are bigger than Aberdeen is that Aberdeen could win the domestic treble this season and they would still get less column inches than when our lads go out for a few quiet drinks. <laughs> and that is the bottom line. <laughs> very, very good. Very, very good, Mark Smith. Uh, Ali Ross, could you please tell us why Aberdeen are bigger than Derby County? Well, that is two stars on the shirt. <laughs> two European trophies. You think we've only won one? We won the Super Cup as well. First stadium, all seated. First stadium, all covered. We invented the dugout, swerving free kicks, back heels, headers. That was all Aberdeen as well. <laughs> Give me your celebrity fans, Niall Horan of One Direction. <laughs> You're going to mess with Aberdeen? Don't. This is absolutely true. I'm going to play this because it's just too unfair on the others. There's only one team in the world that has a 100% record against Real Madrid. Who is it? <laughs> I'm assuming it's Aberdeen. The Mighty Don. It's not Derby yeah. County. I'm assuming it's the Don't Mighty Don. Don't Google Dons. it just yet, but it's true. It's true, is it? Yeah. It's true. 100% record. 100% record against Real Madrid. How many times have you played them? Don't go into that. Don't, we don't need stats. Although, it, look, like it, you both did excellently well. I love the positive spin on the night out debacle, Mark. Yeah. The, the Derby debacle, as I call it. OK, call it happy, what you want. Happy with that? Yeah, it's fine. No, OK, good. Uh, but you were very rude about the Scottish League. And I, I, very At the beginning of it. And Scottish football is the best football by far when you go and watch it. It's the best afternoon stroke evening out you can have. It's nuts. It's absolutely brilliant day out. I, I think you're really doing it down there, which I didn't, right. I didn't like that. Better so than I'm the National League? Not as good as the National oh, League, but nearly it. as good, the Scottish League. I'm giving you three goals. OK, um, hat-trick. Hat-trick, very good out of five. Ali, the European <laughs> trophies, that was brilliant. You backed yourself up with stats. You did, of course, invent the, the swerving free kick. But did back I? Heels. Did I, Charlie? It's <laughs> so windy off of Pataudry. This right? is the thing, isn't it? Dugouts. I love a dugout. We did invent did the dugouts. Did you dugout. invent the dugouts? We did, didn't I? I love that. I didn't know that, so I learned as well. You've got five goals, Come Ali on. Ross. There we are. Well so the that. current score is Aberdeen seven and Derby County three.
So as a player, Ali McCoyce was known for his nose for goal and as a pundit is equally as direct. But whilst Ali always hits the target with no one left in any doubt about what he said, others could take a more scenic route when discussing football and wind up getting lost. Here's Ali with a few examples. All you've got to do is tell us who said them. Losing team goes first, which is still Derby County uh, yes. on three goals. So here is your first quote. We don't want our players to be monks. We want them to be better footballers because a monk doesn't play football at this level. Who said that? Was it A, Sven Goran Eriksson, B, Bobby Robson, C, Steve McLaren? I think it's Bobby, actually. Bobby? Bobby, how do you Bobby? I think it is. It feels, it feels quite Bobby. It feels like the gentle charm of a Bobby Robson quote. It feels like Bobby or McLaren, but OK, we'll go with Bobby. Come Bobby Robson. It is Bobby Robson. Well done. A goal for you there, taking you on to four. OK, Natalie and Ali, here's your quote. It was really difficult for us playing in the midday sun with that three o'clock kickoff. <laughs> was that Michael Owen, Stephen Gerrard or David Beckham? It's a tournament. So it's England. Yeah. Somewhere hot. Japan. Were they playing them? Couldn't it? What do you think? Owen, Gerrard or Beckham? I'll go Owen. Owen. Got Owen? It's Beckham, bad news. Here we are, quote three for you, Ivo and Mark. If you don't concede any goals, you'll win more games than you lose. I think the end of all of them. Yeah. Take your voice over Well, he's finding them funny. He's having a lovely time. We're all having a lovely time, Charlie. Some of us having the respect to do so. Was that Wayne Bridge, (laughs) Gary Neville, Kyle Walker? Uh, I instinctively feel like it's Kyle Walker. Wayne Bridge, Gary Neville or Kyle Walker. Let's hear the quote quote. again. If you don't concede any goals, you'll win more games than you lose. But (laughs) Gary Neville is on telly so often and he'll say so much stuff that at some point... Probability-wise, it's going to come through, isn't it? I think let's go with the safe answer of Gary Neville. Let's go Gary Neville. Wayne Bridge, Gary Neville or Kyle Walker. The answer is Wayne Bridge. Okay, Ali and Natalie, let's hear the fourth quote. I never wanted to leave. I'm here for the rest of my life, and hopefully after that as well. <laughs> was that Wayne Rooney, Alan Shearer, or Michael Owen? Rooney, Shearer, Owen. Never wanted to leave. Never wanted to leave. Here for the rest of my life, and hopefully after that as well. Does that sound like Rooney at Man United? Could be. Just uh, before he wasn't there for the rest mm, of his life. I don't know. It, I was thinking, when you said Rooney, I, I, in some ways it makes you think maybe he was at you know, Everton. I didn't want to, I was a schoolboy oh, at yeah, Everton. Yeah. Why would I want to leave? But... Mm. Equally, I don't know. I don't know if he would have said that. I, for some reason, of the three, it's Shearer that stands out for me. But I don't know why. And I can't think where he would have left. That he would be thinking, oh, I wish I hadn't left. Did stay at Newcastle forever. Go for it. We're so sh- far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Never be complacent. No, they're not glory hunters. Complacency no. oh, brings you down. Yeah. Who are you uh, going for? Shearer. Alan Shearer. It was Alan Shearer. Very, very good. So the scores at the end of that round are Aberdeen 8, Derby County 4. This is the podcast of Glory Hunters from TalkSport. Today's fixture is an Anglo-Scottish affair as Derby County take on Aberdeen. On the Derby team sheet are Ivo Graham and Mark Smith, while Natalie Sawyer and Ali Ross are representing Aberdeen. It's currently Aberdeen 8, Derby County 4.
Time now to incur the wrath of the sporting gods as we enter the round known as... Sporting Heretics. Yes, Sporting Heretics. I'm going to invite each member of the panel to propose an idea they believe will improve sport for the better. An idea that may very well incite the fury of our moral guardians. But while the Puritans foam at the mouth, I'll be awarding points for radical ingenuity. However, glory hunters cannot be held responsible for any ensuing witch hunts. Burn him! Burn him! Okay, I choose who goes in what order. Uh, Ivo, I'm going to start with you, and you're going to say no one should be allowed to play sport outside their country of origin. I think it just makes things simpler, Charlie, doesn't it? We've all had a bit of fun uh, this week uh, with Gareth Bale's rather a sort of loose attitude to his priorities. Uh, and the what, fact Wales, golf, Real Madrid? In that order. Yeah. <laughs> funny chant, funny banter. Um, but actually, I think a little bit disrespectful. <laughs> and, uh, and maybe rather than having his cake and eat it, uh, of, of sort of, you know, taking Real Madrid's lovely money uh, whilst also throwing it back in their face to, to curry favour back in Wales. Maybe he should be playing for Cardiff or Swansea. So uh, I think players uh, are playing for um, teams in their, in their home nations. Um, it obviously elevates, for example, in, in Bell's case, you know, the Welsh League. In England, admittedly, England haven't had a hugely successful international record, despite the fact that most English players play in England. But uh, the overseas ventures haven't always been hugely successful, e.g. the Real Madridders of recent years, Jonathan Woodgate, uh, Michael Owen. Jaden Sancho's apparently doing quite well, but it'd be much easier just to keep an eye on him if he was, <laughs> if he was in the Premier League. And uh, they're currently, I think, having a bit of a debate in Australia about a specific law about rugby players in Australia who play uh, abroad and there after their poor World Cup, I think, proposing to have to change the law so that more players are encouraged to play in, there in, in Australia. And similarly, I think that's the way that we ought to be going with football too. To what end? To, to make the national team better? To make the national team better, to make the domestic leagues better, to provide must have much needed unity mm. in these dark times. It that sounds to me like you'd bankrupt the complete Welsh league because Bale's on 600 grand a week. He'll take a pay cut. They yeah. just, I don't give, think he give would. him more days off to pay golf. I don't think he would. They, we will take a pay cut. I don't think he would to go and play for TNS. He has to, he has to take a pay cut for TNS. That's included in the small print of my proposed heretic law. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. I didn't see the small print. Yeah, well, yeah. I do apologise. Yeah, so I should have brought it up. You, you weren't you're... proposing bankrupting the whole of the Welsh league. I don't league. want to bankrupt anyone actually, Charlie. Not even my worst enemies. I want this to be for fiscally Oxford United. No, I, obviously I'd like them to have a tough old time of it, but even they. Mm. I disagree completely with your point, which is a good thing in this round, isn't it? Uh, so well, I'm going to well give you me. five goals. Yes, either. there great we are. Goals. Very good. That's what Ali, matters. you want to get rid of ball boys? Yeah, well, I've, I've got a long list. <laughs> I, would, I would get rid of England's brass band before. Oh, well, we'd all do that. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Especially the drummer first. <laughs> by the way. Uh, ball boys. The ball boys are your worst ones. <laughs> yeah. I look at it and I think, what is this, 1847? The chimney sweeps got <laughs> Send him to get... These guys are on a hundred grand a week, some of them. Yeah. And they've got guys to fetch the ball. <laughs> and I've suffered a long time at Parkhead. From the age of about 18 to 30, I just had nine-year-olds sticking their fingers up at me. <laughs> as we shipped another four or five. <laughs> um, we used to have a thing when we were playing football. I don't know if you had this. Youngest member of the team, you'd say, see how quickly you can get it. 
it's the perfect solution. So youngest member of the team has younger, to go and get youngest the ball, member of the no team, matter where always, they are. Yeah, and it, you, you time to see how quickly you can get it. I've also got a mate, he was a ball boy, an Aberdeen against Morton game in 1982. He still talks about it. <laughs> Not so in an ironic sight. He thinks he was part of the Gothenburg 83 squad. Because <laughs> he was a ball boy in 1982. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can see your point. We don't really need them, do they? We don't. But you'd miss them, I think, if they weren't there. If they weren't there at Parkhead flicking the Vs at you, you'd be like, oh, actually, that's another thing that's gone out of the game. Oh, you little rascals. <laughs> okay, there we are. Let, um, I think it, it's a way for young people to get involved in the game without being a mascot. Yeah, so I think it's, it's nice for them. It's nice for them. But I, I can see why we don't really need them anymore. Uh-huh. That is one of those things. I, I like the answer, Ali. I'm going to give you three goals. Three, three goals. Okay. Mark, yes. you think we should have a handicap system in football? I do think we should have a handicap system. Uh, I propose that due to the rising inequality in society, we should also see the inequality be tackled in football as well. So I propose that teams that have a huge amount of money laid out on players, let's say 100, 200, 300 million pounds, if they play a team who's got uh, a lot less spent on their team, let's say by a factor of 10, for every factor of 10 that they've spent, a goal comes off, so they start on minus. So Man City might be worth, let's say, a billion pounds, and they play a team worth 100 million pounds, they start a goal down. Alternatively, you do another handicap system, which is like the way they do the race horses, Oh, and yeah. you literally weight. add weight oh, onto yeah. players. Yeah, nice. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's sand, the <laughs> sand in their pockets or something. Sand in their pockets, uh, anchors on their feet. Maybe a ball boy on their back. No <laughs> ball boys, remember. Uh, but think about this Kevin De Bruyne steps up through a free kick. Yeah. But he's got sandbags on his feet. How's he going to do this? Or Pete from the crowd. Just there. <laughs> he's had a pie at half time. He's on Kevin yeah. De Bruyne's back. Wayne Rooney did sort of trial uh, <laughs> United, anyway, I feel like you're more on board with the physical handicap yeah of, they're more, more, in, more into that yeah. Charlie yeah. likes that he's more a weight, very much. that's a very good idea I like that a heavy yeah. hat perhaps I mean, me- messy, messy all of a sudden exactly in, in a large yeah. a large hat a or, large, or potentially a fat suit uh, yeah the shin pads is where you go with that I think yeah, shin, heavy yeah. shin pads potentially well, I love the idea if that someone is, is absolutely fantastic shin pads if it's Ronaldo against playing against Carmarthen in some sort of mad pre-season yes. friendly, he could maybe have his um, hands and feet sort of tied up. If this we ain't is more five like goals it. for this, Th- that is about it's, it's the, it's your secondary answer. Yes, and the first answer you were getting zero for, but that second answer of right. adding weight to players is mwah, perfection. Chef's That's kiss, ten goals. giving you five, five goals there. Okay. Five goals, Mark. Congratulations. Thank you. Very, very good. Wow, and Natalie, you are going to abolish. <laughs> How the can whistle. I compete with that? <laughs> well, he's that gone in. Best. He's gone in both feet with his oh, adding gosh. weight to players. Yes. Well, I mean, how antiquated is the idea that football, being such a global sport as it is, that reaches billions of people, can only start when the referee has a tiny bit of plastic? I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Everything else within the game seems to evolve. We have technological improvements. We have revolution within the sport. Yet we're still waiting on this little whistle. For everything to get underway or for even anything to be stopped in the game so why don't we reflect the modern nature of football and get rid of the whistle mm. and bring something else in like maybe the referee could have uh, i don't know some sort of implement in his hand where he is linked up to the tannoy system so the tannoy will play certain songs or will play oh. foul or <laughs> free kick oh, or penalty no oh come Natalie. on then, then all of us in the stadium Natalie, all of us sick. in the stadium <laughs> will know and they'll say that. Won't that be good? No, Natalie. And we'll all know what is happening. We won't, we won't be there going. Kick off. 
<laughs> Kick off. See? Sounds great, doesn't Although it? Although the gong, you'd have a, the you gong at the Rugby World Cup was good. Yeah. That was good. They used to have Think. a hooter at the Rugby League, didn't they? They did they have do. a hooter, right. yeah, yes. But, I mean, that could be, you could, could be, be the good voice job for of me, Natty, the tannoy. That's true, I'd be good. Don't no, write, don't, no, you yeah, can't drive in the work for gold. Nice. <laughs> you've offered me some to go work in there, Natalie. I like that, you I could get in there somewhere. I quite like the idea, although I do worry for the whistle manufacturers, the Acme Thunderer. Oh, there's other sports that need a whistle. The people who make the Acme Thunderer, that's the main reference. Mentally sound. Natalie's trying to cut back on plastic. Exactly. Yeah, but it's a metal. It's metal. No, it's metal. It's got a little no, P in it, isn't it? No. I liked it, Natalie. I didn't like it, and then I liked it because you offered me some work. Thanks. So um, I'm going to give you three goals, Natalie. Oh, three no. goals <laughs> at the end of that round. The scores are Aberdeen 14, Derby County 14. Oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. From TalkSport, this is Glory Hunters, the podcast. Time now for Back in the Day, where we travel back to a landmark moment in both clubs' history – Ivo and Mark, we're going to start with you. And we're going back to 2007 Great. and this. And it's at the feet of Derby's top scorer, Stephen Howard. Barnes wants it threaded through. He's got just that. It's Charles Barnes. It's Pearson. It is 1-0 to Derby County. A playoff lead for the Rams and a priceless goal for Pearson. Yes, Stephen Pearson's goal against West Brom in the Championship playoff final saw Derby return to the top flight of English football after a five-year absence. But what else do you remember of that year? Here we go, question one. That was the first Championship playoff final to be played at the new Wembley Stadium. But can you tell me which of the following music acts were the first to perform a concert there? Was it A... Beyonce, or was it? George Michael, of course, or perhaps? Who 
Foo Fighters there. We can confer again, you I can assume. confer as much as you like. Beyonce, George Michael, the Foo Fighters. Well, luckily, Ivo wrote down the name of the band before the clips came on, and oh. that, the name was Muse. Okay. So we're not going with that, actually. <laughs> from oh, Timmouth, from Timmouth in Devon, of course. Yes, I thought that would that was Of course. Moves, we call them down there, of course. <laughs> Moves. That was cows, isn't it? Um, the cows is the Isle of Wight. Uh, oh, we go. Oh, awful is, stuff. Let's carry on. I think it's, I think it's electric. This we is, found the level. This is the clip they're using for the promo. Um, the, so it's the first concert at the New Wembley in 2007. It is indeed. Right, and I'm who was it first sure. to perform there? Beyonce. Oh, that was Muse. Okay, George Michael or the Foo Fighters? I would sort of be veering towards the Foo Fighters, and that is purely just gut instinct yep. either. Well, I've written down a, a sort of That's rock, a rock band, yeah, let's you go You think they've loud, test out if the PA works. Just make sure it all works, I yeah. I think George Michael and Beyonce could perform just as loud as the Foo Fighters, Charlie. Oh, OK. Uh, and I don't yeah, think they'd sexist. care for the accusation that they can't <laughs> bring it volume-wise. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're going with Mark's gut of the Foo Fighters. OK. Not let, my gut of the Let's find news. out. Yes, the answer was George Michael. Let's go to question two. That fixture was also the last domestic match refereed by Graham Pohl, who'd made headlines in the previous year's World Cup when he refereed the match between Croatia and Australia. But why? I reckon you know this already, um, without knowing A, B or oh, C. We got, we got Here we go. Options. A, did he manage to lose his whistle on the pitch and then draft in the players to help him find it? No. Was it B, did he start whistling during the Croatian national anthem? <laughs> Or C, did he award three yellow cards to the same player before sending him off? It would be a shame if we didn't get this, but it's lovely to hear the options that you're one of the team has made up. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the teams we, to help find Read them again whistle. for us. <laughs> no, don't really, don't really. No, we'd like to go with, and I'm not even going to consult Mark on this, C, he, he gave three yellow cards. Yes, it was giving three yellow cards to Josip Simonic. This game is absolutely unbelievable. Simonic shakes his head. He's already been sent off. It's it absolute is chaos. It's chaos out there at the moment. Nobody knows what's going on. Absolute chaos. Like this game. Question three. 2007 was also the year of this. Petric again. And he scored! Extraordinary. It's the substitute Petric with the deadly left foot. And Croatia have gone 3-2 up. And England may be out after all. Something out of nothing from Laden Petric. England manager Steve McLaren watched from under his umbrella with a mug of coffee as Croatia's 3-2 victory meant that England failed to qualify for the Euros. But which of the following facts about that night is true? Was it A, the mug McLaren was drinking out of said world's best boss? B, he told reporters he was forced to stand under an umbrella because the rain makes his hair go frizzy? Or was it C? Andy Townsend's wife came up with the headline, The Wally with the Brolly. Which of those do you think it was? Boys, world's best boss, hair goes frizzy, Wally with the brolly. We don't hear enough about Andy Townsend's wife. <laughs> no. And I'd love her to have been responsible for that classic headline. And I don't think anyone would disagree with me on that front. Uh, but um, I think it's the frizzy hair. It's got to be the frizzy hair. Frizzy hair, please. Frizzy hair. Charlie. Frizzy hair. It's Andy Townsend's wife. Wow. Andy's wife, Jackie, of course, came out with the comment as they watched the game at home. He texted the remark to a friend in the media. The following day, it was used as a headline. There we are. So, in that round, you scored one goal, which takes you to 15. Natalie and Ali, we're going to go back to 1983 and this. And now Aberdeen with McGee making the break. And Hewitt waiting in the middle! Oh! Hewitt! 
John Hewitt's extra time goal meant that Aberdeen beat Real Madrid 2-1 to lift the Cup Winners' Cup, the third Scottish side to win a European title. But what else do you remember of 1983, Natalie? What else? I remember oh, Aberdeen was born, big. I, do you know, I was born, but I was very young. Very, very young. young. I know, I know. Question one. Aberdeen's then manager Alex Ferguson employed one of his famous mind games ahead of kickoff to unsettle Real Madrid manager Alfredo Di Stefano. But what did he do? Did he demand that both teams switch changing rooms? B. Walk out of a joint press conference. C. Came bearing gifts and gave him a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label. Any idea? That's whiskey, for those of you who don't know, young listeners. He, he's always plying them with alcohol. <laughs> Did he want to True. switch changing rooms, walk out of a press conference, or came with a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label? I will go for the whiskey. Bit of blue for the dads. You think the whiskey? Think would that so. unsettle you? It's a very fair, he used to do it all the time. All right, well, let's Job go with Steen that. Joe Steen taught him that. Before kickoff. Used to take a bottle of wine to the opposition. Well, manager. we'll go with that then. Here we go. The answer is C. There we are. Scotland boss Jock Steen advised Fergie no, to do it as it would make Di Stefano feel important and suggest Aberdeen were only there to make up the numbers. Clever. Fantastic. Because you said Jock Steen. Going to give you another extra bonus goal there, Ali. Oh. It's exciting, isn't it? Question two. 1983 saw a number of firsts. The CD went on sale. Wheel clamps were introduced and it saw the birth of TV AM. But can you tell me which footballer that year became the first to appear in a thousand competitive games in England? Was it A, Alan Ball? B, Pat Jennings? C, Kenny Dalglish? Alan Ball, Pat Jennings, Kenny Dalglish. Who was first to appear in a thousand competitive games in England? It wouldn't be Kenny, because he'd only been there since 77. King Kenny. So... I would go towards Pat Jennings, but... I was thinking Pat Jennings just because... It's... <laughs> Big hands, isn't he? Goalkeeper, you're going to play mm. more. You know. He was never out of the team, was he? No. Okay, we're going to go with, with Pat Jennings. Pat no? Jennings. It was Pat Jennings. He reached the milestone playing for Arsenal in a nil-nil draw against West Bromwich Albion. A little mm. clean sheet, lovely for Pat. Question three. Whilst the movie of Aberdeen's dramatic win that night in Gothenburg is yet to be made, can you tell me which film was the highest-grossing movie that year in the UK? Was it A? You have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you know what they say about the fittest? Oh. Octopussy or B? I mean, you, you beating up on a man, you putting a man in a hospital, how come I don't see no marks on you? Yeah, because I'm a karate man, all right? Karate man bruise on the inside. They don't show their weaknesses. Trading places or C? Three great films, but which one was the highest grossing movie of 1983? Octopussy, Trading Places or Return of the Jedi? Well... What's your favourite Bond film, Ali? Uh, oh, from Russia with Love. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> all the Connery ones. Oh, yeah. All the, yeah. Only, only Scottish ones. Oh, I didn't say that. That's sort of what you were hinting at. Well, you know. <laughs> horses for courses. Natalie, got a fav favourite, no, favourite Bond? I don't. I don't have a favourite one, oh. actually. Uh, I'm trying to think. Favourite Bond actor? Oh, favourite Bond. I thought you meant the film. I would actually echo... Sean Connery. Sean Connery, mm. because handsome devil that he was. Yeah, they all are. Or oh, still is. That's why they're... Yeah, yeah, they're like <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell us. Octopussy, Trading Places oh, or Return I mean, of I... the Jedi? Oh. Mm. Uh, 
I wish Eddie Hit Murphy it. was huge. Yeah, yeah. Tell we'll me the that. answer. Should we go with that? We're, yeah. We're going to try trading places. You were wrong to try oh. trading places. It was Return oh. of the Jedi. So in that round, you scored three goals because of the bonus one, which means you're on 17 goals. And Derby County, Mark and Ivo, you are on 15. This is the Glory Hunters podcast in association with Monty Panasar loft conversions. Don't get in a spin, put a Velux in. Here on Glory Hunters, we believe the public should have their say, and that's why we do this. Our esteemed panel are about to face the scrutiny of the general public and have absolutely no idea what they'll ask as we play a question of sport time. Could we have our first question, please? Hello, I'd like to ask the panel, which three figures from the world of sport would you invite to a dinner party and why? Lovely question. Which three figures from the world of sport would you invite to a dinner party and why? Mark Smith. Derby County. Um, I am going to keep it reasonably topical. I'm going to invite uh, Pochettino. Uh, I'm going to invite Daniel Levy. Oh. And I'm going to invite a boxing referee of your choice. Oh, lovely. And let's just see it absolutely kick off, shall we? Oh, lovely. Nothing nicer than a fight at dinner. Really nice fight at dinner. Very similar to any Christmas around my parents' house. Uh, We can see the sort of chicken or whatever meat we choose to serve be thrown around the tables while Poch and Levy really get into it. Uh, I think it'd be one for the ages, if I'm being completely honest. Very nice answer. It was pithy, it was funny. We got a little glimpse into your home life, Mark. I loved it. Four goals. Ivo Graham. Otman Bacal. Branislav Ivanovic. Giorgio Cialini. The three players, Luis Suarez has orally attacked in his career. (laughs) (laughs) A bite for the bitten. That's the name of the dinner party. That was your answer. That's the it was whole a wonderful answer. answer. It was very, very funny. Thank you. Very brilliant. Five goals, of course, Ivo. Excellent. There. Ali Ross. Uh, David Dodds, the former Aberdeen striker. Virginia Holgate, the show jumper from 1984 Olympics. And Ian Wright, because he took me to dinner. I ended up paying, and he said, Can you write this in your column? I never want to get another letter from I'm a Celebrity because they ask every year and I'm never going to do it. Oh, a little oh, glimpse behind the curtain there. Gem. <laughs> Lovely right. little gem. If, oh. if that's not going to get our listening figures up, I've no idea what we're doing. I do love Wrighty, though. <laughs> lovely, lovely guy. Lovely, lovely man. Um, who were the first two? You not heard of Davy Dodds? No. No. We, is it we, sounds like we Davy Dodds. Is he, uh, I'm assuming he's a big Go- Aberdeen footballer. Google Davy Dodds. Yeah. Uh, he once, we signed him from Neuchatel Examax, and the manager said, I didn't like the look of him. And that tells you all you need to know. Oh he was a painter God. and decorator in Dundee last night. I genuinely want to know what happened to him. You could write the book, but a little film about Davey David Dodds. D- yeah, it's like, where's Eric? Listen, David, get in touch. Yeah. Get in touch, Ali Ross. Scored a lot of vital goals for Aberdeen. Did he indeed? Four caps for Scotland. Um, Virginia Where's, Holgate? Yeah, that's just. Uh, you know, she used to have a lot of surnames. She went through a lot of surnames. I want to get to the bottom of that. Oh, right. Yeah. That, that, that oh, she turned up at one Olympics, she was Virginia Holgate. The next one, she was Virginia Lang. Now she's Virginia Elliot. I mean, it's a, a great opener over your sort of prawn just, cocktail, isn't it? She's just What's vanished. your name again? <laughs> How many names you got? Who are you? <laughs> Who are you today? Exactly. Yeah. Ivo's got friends with lots of names. Yeah, they exactly. just go on and on and on. Yeah. None of them coming to dinner. No, because Luis Suarez hasn't bitten any of them. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I liked it. I didn't. I didn't know who half the people were, but I liked it, Ali. I'm going to give you four goals. Four. Uh, Natalie Sawyer. 
Mine's really odd, I okay. suppose. Um, uh, not, I'm, can't I'm, be as odd as no, true, Ali's answer. But it's so, just uh, a weird mix in, in a sense. I'm, I want Eddie the Eagle there. Oh, lovely, yeah. Because yeah. I want to know why someone yeah. from Cheltenham wants to be a ski jumper. Um, a I can tell you that. I, I did... Um, what, you were uh, a ski I did jumper? Celebrity, he was a uh, Total Wipeout with Eddie the Eagle in Argentina. <laughs> Any excuse wipeout. to bring up total wipeout? Yeah, and he won by a long, long <laughs> way. Him v Ashley, Ashley in Coronation <laughs> from Coronation Street in the final. I did total wipeout. Did you? Yeah. Toughest thing I've ever done. Oh Ali. my god, I broke two ribs. Yeah, hardest oh, thing I've yeah. ever done. But Eddie the Eagle. So Eddie just Eagle. a born winner. He actually ski jumping was probably the thing he was worst at. Just invite Charlie. <laughs> see, I, know. I know. Carry on. You should just be there, Charlie. Uh, I've gone for Alan Brazil. He knows. Oh, he knows yeah. how to party. Have you got so. his number? No. No, no. Because yeah. this can be arranged. And then slightly controversial and going off the oh. fun party element, uh, Jesse Owens. Oh. I suddenly thought four-time gold medalist to yeah. win the 1936 Olympics in Berlin. And I just want to know how he felt getting one over. Yeah, I feel like you've just got some names out of a box and thrown I mean, them I in the air. I did. I <laughs> History did. book, yeah. I wasn't sure. Very good. Still know. going to give you five goals, Natalie. Very, very good. Can we have our next questioner, please? I'd like to ask the panel, what do they think football will be like 50 years from now? What do we think football will be like 50 years from now? Natalie, let's go back to you. Well, I mentioned technology before. Oh, we were yeah. talking about getting rid of the whistle. And obviously, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just think that with more and more technology being invented and being introduced, that surely it's about time we'll have robotic footballers oh. who'll never get injured. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you'll never have yes. that issue and all those problems. They'll do what you tell them to do. Yeah. They won't cause hissy fits and all sorts, demanding yeah. more money. They'll play for whatever. Do you think it'll just be machines playing? Well, they probably won't even be paid because they're robots. But robots. yeah. There you go, quite people simple. Are, but people own the robots, won't they? See, so Maybe that's it. That's what it is. Remote control robots. I don't, think, I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think it's going to happen, that. Uh, yes, it's, I think it's utterly plausible. Five goals. I'm going to give you three goals now. Sure. Yeah. I don't sure. think it was very plausible. No. Ivo, let's come to you. Where do you uh, think football will be in the next 50 you years? You just let him sledge you out of five goals. Uh, I didn't. It, listen, my mind game's a legendary in this arena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, I, I've not got high hopes for um, the future of the world or uh, this country oh. or sport within it. So I think we can look forward to uh, the Little England Premier League where Mike Ashley owns the entire thing. His tentacles are just going to grapple with the whole league and it's just going to be all those managers like Alan Pardew and uh, like Steve Bruce. And I think Harry Redknapp's going to come back as well. Yeah. I think In the, 50 years' time. List, well, listen, I know. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're living longer now, Charlie. There we are. That's his robot league is more, <laughs> more likely than this. I think an, 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 than the an, cryogenic an, league. An, the cryogenic <laughs> Harry Redknapp will still be there at the helm. I think partly due to laws like the one I introduced earlier on in the programme. Dead, driving as, uh, his Range Rover out the training ground. There'll, no there'll, be no, there'll be no foreign players or managers bringing glitz to the English game. OK, I'm going to give you uh, two goals, Ivo, because you lost your thread. Mark Smith. Yo. Football in 50 years' time. What do we, where do we think it'll be, Mark? Well, I think that... Uh, well, Einstein said that he doesn't know what weapons will be used to fight World War Three, oh. but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. And I think a similar thing will happen Lovely in football. We'll get, we'll get to a point where we cannot sustain it anymore. It's too big, and finally it bursts in and collapses in on itself like a dying star. And in 50 years' time, football is back to grassroots, and it's just... Two teams of 11, maybe one substitute on each side, yeah, playing in front of 100 people. Oh, lovely. Now, 
In the dying moments of the game, we move now into injury time, where each side has 60 seconds to score as many goals as possible. Losing side goes first, which is Derby County, currently on 31 goals. I am going to list the original shirt colours of a number of teams. All you have to do is tell me if it's true or false. When your time is up, you will hear this sound. Come on! I've had enough of it! Are we ready? Your time starts now. Man United, green and gold. True. It is true. Coventry City, all black. False. It's true. Portsmouth, red and white gingham. False. It's false. Crystal Palace, claret and blue. True. It's true. Liverpool, blue and white. Uh, false. It's true. Wow. Burnley, purple and black stripes. False. True. It's false. <laughs> oh, it's false. I'll give you it. Okay. Bolton, red and white polka dots. False. It's true. No. Chesterfield wore a Union Jack on their shirt. False. It's true. Norwich, orange and white hoops. No, false. It's false. Everton, black with a red sash. True. It's true. Aston Villa, black and white stripes. False. It's false. Leicester, black with a blue sash. False. It's true. Leeds United, velvet with tassels. False. It is false. <laughs> Tottenham, chocolate and amber stripes. False. It's true. Sheffield Wait. United, orange and white chevron. False. It's false. Southampton, white with a red sash. True. It is true. West Ham, pink chiffon. Come on! I've had enough of it. There we are. So at the end of that round, you got 11 goals, which takes you to 42, which means you need seven to draw, eight to win, Natalie and Ali. I'm going to list the middle names of a number of players and managers. I need you to tell me which are true or false. When your time is up, you'll hear this sound. It's done, it's finished, you're done. Here we go. Your time starts now. Jurgen Klopp, Norbert. True. It is true. Chris Waddle, Roland. True. It is true. Jose Mourinho, Clarence. False. It is false. Emil Heskey, Ivanhoe. True. true. It is true. Gilfie Sigurdsson, Thor. True. It is true. Brendan Rogers, Stanley. True. It's false. Jordan Henderson, Brian. True. It's true. Sean Dyche, Leslie. True. It's false. Stephen Carr, Babeson. True. It's true. Danny Welbeck, Colin. True. It's false. Rio Ferdinand, Gavin. True. Oh, oh false. It's true. <laughs> Wayne Rooney, Oscar. False. It's false. Phil Jagielka, Nicodem. True. It's true. <laughs> Paul Pogba, Cyril. True. It's false. Alan Brazil, Bernard. True. It's true. Raheem Sterling, Shaquille. True. It's true. Harry Kane, Tony. False. It's false. <laughs> Peter Schmeichel, Bolslaw. True. It's true. It's the... done. It's finished. You're done. So at the end of that round, you scored 13 goals, which takes Ooh. you to 48, which means you win this week, beating Derby. You got 42 well goals. Now, that was our final first round match, and Aberdeen with Ali will advance to the next stages of the competition where anything is possible. However, for the losers, we just hope you had a lovely day. You've got your bullies, your tankard and your darts. I've had a great day, Charlie. Thanks for having me. So, to our winners, we say... <laughs> what a headshot! What a head! And for the losers... I don't believe it! You missed that! <laughs> My thanks to Natalie, Ali, Ivo and Mark. Until next time, from myself and everyone here, it's goodbye! That was it. That was the Glory Hunters podcast this week. We're joined now, of course, by Ivo and Natalie, who turned up for the actual thing. There we are. Another, another win, Natalie. I think that takes you into, into the red now and wins. <laughs> I really do wish I'd keep 
keep a track really of these results. Track. Um, but yeah, another win. Ivo seems Ali furious. Are you furious, Ivo? Yeah, actually, I thought Mark was great and uh, he really turned up in his individual. I uh, agree with that. Moments, uh, do you uh, feel so like I, you let the side down, do you, Ivo? I think I did a I bit, disagree actually, with that. Sure, Ivo, sure you, were, you were a tremendous leader of men. Wow. Um, it was a pleasure playing for you. Well, that's very nice. Okay, but, it's uh, not the... What is it, the Hurlingham Club? No, no. What is the, what's the name of that club? It is the Hurlingham Club. club. Is it the Hurlingham? It's not that. But, but anyway, thank you very much for joining us. Derby County, Ali Ross, uh, victory, thrilled. Bus, You'll be yeah. back. Not won anything You'll since be back. 1983. Oh, so. there we are. So yeah. it's exciting, isn't it? Very, very yeah. good. Thanks for listening to the Glory Hunters podcast. Do rate and subscribe and review us all on iTunes. And we'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.